everybody, and welcome to a special episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Today, I am teaching or talking with specifically to our fitness teacher, or I want to be a fitness teacher gospel preacher page back in Facebook. So this was a private Facebook Live back to that page. If you've ever downloaded a packet about becoming an instructor, um, then you received an invite to also come back to that Facebook page so that we can just be um, encouraging you, answering questions, going far beyond what a download packet can do. Um, And so we are wrapping up, we are ramping up are and also closing in on our final dates to sign up for platoon 20 and the common question we were finding there's always tends to be a common question but right now there's a common question and it is a good question so i want to answer it today so um it is the question of what's my roi what's my roi what will be my return on investment Uh, And if you've ever downloaded a packet, you know this is no weekend workshop. This is a nine-week training, five-day intensive retreat. Um, We're not interested in doing surface with you. We want to go deep, and we need time with you. And time always costs, right? Always costs. So I go into some breakdown of how this actually plays out, how we see this working itself out, literally financially for people as well. So listen, ministry doesn't mean you... um, you have no income there there can there is a way to make this ministry work uh, in a way that's fruitful and productive for you for your family but i do talk about the heart issue first so maybe this first 10 20 minutes of the teaching will actually bless anybody because we're talking about things that possess us and kind of getting our heart right and so this is for anyone who feels called to have ministry or do ministry for the lord and making sure what is the motive and and the expectations, getting honest with all that. So enjoy this podcast. I honestly think it's going to bless many, many people, not if you've never downloaded a packet, and also give some practical um, explanation of what it looks like post-nine-week training. Okay? All right. Well, I hope this um, is a blessing for you, and I can't wait to talk to you again. Have a great day. Peace. Okie dokie, fitness teacher, gospel preachers to be. Here I am, as promised, Elisa Keaton. I wanted to take a little bit of time with you because you matter to me. And I know that we're, we're, the clock is ticking. We're winding down to um, Platoon 20. And there's a few things that are just kind of rumbling around in my brain that I go, I want to be really clear about these things. Really clear. Because, hey, listen, I know. Hi. Yay. Coming in. Good. There's three of us. Awesome. We will talk a bunch. Um, I know that this is a big investment. Like, I'm very, very aware. Big investment of time, money, uh, energy. Uh, you know, it's no weekend workshop. Um, so I owe it to you to get as clear as possible about um, some of the questions you might have, but also I think a bigger, um, the vision of what we know happens as people come through instructor training. And then, you know, it's a valid question. I just want to, hi, hi. I just want to affirm your um, unknowns, okay? Like, I so, yes, let me just back it up. (laughs) When the Lord called me to do this ministry, it was probably like 12 years ago now. No, my son is 16. He was two, one or two, so 14 years ago. 
Listen, I didn't get it either. And I was scared to death of all the unknowns. It's so unknown. And it. I want to validate you and also applaud you. The fact that you're even on this page. The fact that you even downloaded a packet. Come on now. Like, I don't even think I would have had, I don't know how much courage I would have had to do that. I think God has designed me to just kind of go first in a way. So maybe that helped. But I can tell you that many others have gone now in that going first and the the journey and the exploration to what God provides on the other side, it's better than what you can even ask or imagine. It is who he is. And I realized that you go, well, I have really valid questions right now. And so I wanted to get back here and get to those because I think um, if you listen to the panel discussion, hi, hi, everyone. If you listen to the panel discussion, um, thanks. Thanks, Jamie. It's good to see your face, too. We did some really good conversation, and I, I love it because I love testimonies, so go listen to those. I think they're always powerful. Story far exceeds, um, to me, it's the most powerful thing we have. It's just story. Just, hey, tell me your tell me your story. And But sometimes just hitting these high bullet points get lost. So I want to I wanna hit this high bullet point, and I'm also going to make this a podcast that maybe I'll just make available to you guys who have downloaded a packet. But okay, um, so you can... Gosh, you guys. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, glasses. <laughs> I wanted to be able to see something um, as we go along. Okay. Um, uh, phones are annoying. I'm getting notifications. Um, return on investment. Okay. Let me just jump right into that. I've made some wonderful, exciting notes, and I hope you take this and write some of these notes down, um, and that way it becomes more tangible to you. Uh, Matthew six thirty three says, "Seek first the kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you." Okay, so all these things. Okay, we hear that in theory, and <laughs> we all oh, that's nice. That's a great, nice Jesus scripture. That's like you know throwing a Bible verse on a fire. I understand. And so I want to, I want to expand a little bit more on that um, and kind of cut and dissect it. Matthew 6 in general, if you look at Matthew 6, because this is Jesus talking. So red words, pay attention. These are words that are still true today. If Jesus said that then, seek first the kingdom's righteous, all these things will be given to you. It has to be true today. It's not just a little quilt statement on a, on a thing on our walls or something to put on our coffee cups. It really is true. And I understand that it doesn't, it often feels like, I don't know how true that is because, yo, I got some payments. I got a car payment. I got a house payment. I got a kid who needs a surgery. I got things. And um, they seem different than ancient time, right? When you're like, well, hey, everyone lived in a mud hut. So that doesn't seem that, like we got legit things that are, are, are feeling like we're responsible for. And so, um, yes, and yet these things are still true. So let me unpack. If you look at Matthew 6, I'm just going to default to the word of God. And then I am going to talk practically about money and how that tends to look. But I need to talk to your heart first. Can I please just get access there? Because then I can then I can give you the practical things in a, in a healthy way. Because usually we just want to grab the practical things and run. Let me get to the heart matter. Let me clean that a little bit and, you know, just mess around, tinker around. Then I'll give you the practicals of what it really looks like in terms of money made and, and what ministry might look like, um, return on investment. 
Uh, but Matthew 6, 33, I want you to know God knows your needs. Matthew 6 is all about Jesus sitting down the Sermon on the Mount. Remember, this is him preaching his first gospel. These are people that have not heard someone in a religious context speak so kindly and absurdly. <laughs> right? Every every law of knowing God prior to this was God's far away. I make sacrifices. I go to God and I get squared up with God. And that's all they've known. But now we have a Christ, Jesus, takes on flesh, a body prepared for him and comes to the broken people, the people that had ears to hear. Because we know there are probably some that just walked on by and just said, no, thank you. I've got to get to the temple, right? But the people that were intrigued by this new message and this presence of Jesus, they listened and they sat and they heard revolutionary teaching. And Jesus is saying in Matthew 6, he knows your needs. So don't worry about them. But he speaks in Matthew 6. First, he talks about giving. So he's telling these people who don't have much how to give. Man, if that doesn't say right there, he's trying to connect to who we really are. You were created as a giver. You're created first to give. Like you're created first, even though our hearts go, no, I really need. And God goes, yeah, I get it. But I want you to, to give. Give me your attention. Give me your affection. Give me your ear. Give me your presence. Give. Like come to me. Be with me. Give me. And then from that, we give money. We give because whatever we give our affection to, our attention to becomes our affection, right? And so God's talking about giving. And you can layer that in all directions. What am I giving my attention to? What am I giving my affection to? What am I giving my ear to? What am I, what, what's getting me right here? And so he talks about giving. He talks about praying. So this is all like, hello, holistic lifestyle, knowing how to be a giver, Knowing how to just freely give, not, you know, like I, I really want to receive before I give, but freely giving, praying, having communication with God. He's speaking this out. Now, these are people who have never really heard this. They never heard just a freely message of giving, how, you know, praying with God. Like, really, I can just pray to God. I don't have to go to the temple. You just pray. And this is how, this is how you pray. He talks about fasting. He talks about possessing and acquiring this is like where your heart where you lay up your treasure he's talking about their possessions he's putting all of life back into a context that was superseding anything they had heard before he talks about how you can't serve two masters right money he's really kind of cutting through the chase cutting through all the red tape so that he can get to their fears and kind of going you're a little crazy jesus but then there's also these hearts that are going, but I really like this, right? Because I always say, and let me just say, as we're talking return on investments, all things being the same, if money had no matter, if, if it really didn't matter, if, you know, if, if, if we didn't have to by the sweat of our brow, thorns and thistle, right, part of the curse, if it all was the same, would you say yes? Of course you would, right? And at the same time, I wish I could make this totally free, but I can't. Like there's, there's a ministry, a mission growing. There's people and paychecks and there are people that are working hard to get this freedom message out there. And so I wish, I wish all being the things being the same, I could just give it to you, but I couldn't, I could not provide you the excellence that you will have because I promise you it is excellent. Bar none, hands down, nothing else like it out there. And again, not a weekend workshop. It's a big investment, but I just love a big God. And because this big God has to do this big thing, we have to kind of go, okay, God, 
if all things being different, you got to sift it down. You got to sift it to like, if it really wasn't, I would, I would totally do this. Money does not have a hold on my heart. Cause if money has a hold on your heart, you will not be able, if money really, really has that thing, if that's the thing that you're here for, honestly, it, it's not time. <laughs> we'll frustrate the heck out of you. If, if making money is like the thing you serve, this is not the season or the time for you. Now, with that being said, I'm going to talk about how we make money and how we see income come in. Absolutely. Because if ultimately it is, I serve God, I'm going to serve God, that's my master. Then from here, God says, seek me for all those things. I want to see you pay your bills. I want to see you have a, a an effect. I want to see you have prosperity of soul. I want to see you clothed and fed and needs met. I want to see you telling good stories and people of how I have provided for you. I want to see that. But first, do I want to see God? Okay, so that's my first my first, and then he goes on in Matthew six to say, "Don't be anxious," which really he's saying what you really need is peace. Don't be anxious. What you really need is peace. And so I want to speak peace over you right now in Jesus' name as things kind of feel, well, I don't have the support of my husband. I don't think anyone really gets it. I don't know if I can do it. How am I going to make the money? All I, I so, and I just say in Jesus' name, peace to you. His peace. The Prince of Peace. And he's tapping you on the shoulder because he wants to bring all these pieces together for you. All these scattered things that, you know, that's all the enemy has. To, the enemy doesn't want you to worship him. He just, he doesn't care. He's not interested in you looking at. He actually hopes you don't see him. All he wants to do is keep your eyes on all the other things. He just dances around and says, well, what about this? But what about that? And what are they going to say? I mean, like, right? He's constantly doing that. So I just call him out in Jesus' name. Like, you're such a liar. And you're, you're just, you're a one-trick pony. Stop it. In Jesus' name, peace. So that you can put your eyes back on God and then all these other things can kind of collect themselves as they should for your life. For your life. Okay. All right. There. That's my Bible teaching. We good? We kind of got to go. Go read Matthew 6. Because <laughs> I can't stand on Matthew 6.33 without going, oh, but look, he talked about all these things that are going to worry our hearts or kind of get us to think, well, that sounds strange. It's supposed to be strange. It's new. Um... Hold on, I had really had a personal a note here. Oh, so before I talk about that, remember, God is not calling you here. He's not interested in servants. He's interested in sons and daughters. He's interested in f- sons and daughters. He's not calling you here to put you to work. Yikes, right? That's where everyone goes, but I want to go to work. I, yes, I I so I want to go to work. I want you to go to work. I want if you feel called to do this, I want you to go to work. But we are so quick to make it about work. I said this on my other Facebook live that faith without works is dead. Right? We know that James says faith without works is dead. So you're like, at least I'm just a good Christian. I want to go to work. I want to do this thing. So tell me how to do it and how to make money. But works without faith is exhausting. He's not looking for servants. He's looking for sons. Then from sonship, from daughtership, I make an amazing servant. Okay? So sons, daughters, then from there I serve. Now, now I turn the page and we talk about 
actual income that actually people do see in this ministry of, of doing this, okay? First thing is the very basic minimum is people do go, they're equipped to go teach classes. You teach. You will be a teacher. Here's what you will not be. You will not be me. You will not be Kara of Wellness Witness. You will not be Revwell Anderson of Revwell Anderson. You don't be Corny Katrina, Sarah, Rachel. You will be you. And there are countless instructors. And listen, if I could get all of our instructors back in Revwell TV, I would. I just don't have the resources to do that. But there are people that are they're learning. They're not perfect out of the gate. So what happens is we go, well, I'm not going to be good at it. So how can I charge for something I'm not good at? Well, that's a lie. Because first of all, people want some skin in the game. So if you feel called to do donation for your classes, awesome, do it. And I guess what? Guess what? You will. Pro there will be money in the basket. That will come. Um, I've done seasons of both. We did seasons where um, we, when I first started Revelation Fitness, and again, this is before it was anything. It was just like I, th I just knew. I think God wants me to move bodies this way, and. I was done being at the gym, not being able to give people real thick encouragement. So when I started it, I just threw a basket out there. And you guys, it was flooded. I had more time about fishes and loaves. Like I just put it out there and boom. Now, granted, I have some experience, but you will find God has a, a people for you. People for you. They're not supposed to be my people. I had people for me that were my people, and they were actually people from the gym who had never heard about Jesus coming to me. And by the way, they were kind of wealthy, so they were like willing to just throw money. It was crazy because their weight they needed to hear. They wanted to hear the whole thing that I couldn't speak at a at a secular gym. So now, like they were just like eyes opening. Wow, this is mind blowing, and I'm moving my body, and it's a great workout, and la la la. That being said, there are people that come through training that they just graduated. They're still practicing. They're still a little a little clumsy, a little like whatever. But guess what? Their people are for them. They're excited to see them not be perfect. They're excited to see them grow and learn. They're excited to come alongside them and be their community and say, we're starting this from ground zero. And if they just put out a basket, people give. Now, the other thing we do encourage, and we talk about this in training, there is a whole marketing aspect, a whole starting your own business, your LLCs. We will will help you through that. I cannot tell you everything that training does. It's too meticulous. But we do talk about all these things. Um, some instructors, we just flipped, in my community, we just flipped to a seven-week session. We might do six to eight-week sessions where we just needed a beginning and an end so that we could reassess with my life and with Tammy's life, my partner here, um, to be like, okay, do we want to go again? How are the people feeling? We find that's actually a, um, a really, really, it, not that one's better than the other, but it helps. And we charge. We say it's $5 a class. Now, to my demographic where I live, this is what people this is a deal. Like I can go to a studio down the street and I've got to drop in for 20 bucks. That's the minimum, 20 bucks to drop in. Um, so we got like a $5 drop in and we did it for 14 classes. So we charged people $70 for seven weeks, um, whether or not they paid us at the front end. And then we were paid in total each, Tammy and I each time, funny enough, it worked out to $70 a class, which is by the way, Awesome. That's great. Hey, 
Nobody makes a full-time living teaching fitness classes. If you do, you're overtrained and worn out and sick. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. That's that's silliness. You can teach probably, um, if you're coaching classes, you can probably physically teach, you know, maybe three to five a week. Maybe that's kind of can be exhausting. So you have to be, be a good caretaker of yourself first. It's overflow. That's why if you're like, I got to make money, I got to make money, you're already out of step with the gospel and the ministry that you're bringing to people. So this is this requires a really good self-accountability. But you can be teaching other things where you're coaching, which takes me to my next point of return on investment. If you're looking for ways like, how is this going to look on their side? You'll teach classes. Maybe it'll be a basket, open donation, or maybe you will charge. We will help you to understand what that looks like. We have a workshop on the back end of training that gets really specific. It's called What's Next Workshop. It's actually taught by Kara, Courtney, Katrina. It's a video series. You download it. They tell you how to get your business kind of going. LLC, finding a space, insurance, de- 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 de, and how to start on the regular having classes going in your community. Okay, so we, we do get to that. We include that. But the next thing you can be doing is coaching, which is why we teach you in the Wellness Revelation, right? That book there. That's why you learn to become a facilitator where you can actually have more heart-to-heart, mind, prayer, mind, confession, people having heart transformation that you can't do during class. During a Revelation Fitness class, I can't like sit there and be like, so what was um, the lie that you believed when you, like, you can ask that, but it's super like, I don't know, nobody's talking about it. People need to come together in community and talk. So in these Wellness Revelation facilitator classes, you should be charging. And that that varies anywhere, again, based on your demographic of where you live. We have people charge for the eight-week journey through the Wellness Revelation. Um, they will charge anywhere from $50, $60 a person up to $150 a person. It just depends on, on the demographic of where you live. You can take up to 10, maybe 20 people. It gets a little hard once you have that many people. And you can be running those at the rhythm that feels good to you. So that's extra income. Now, let me also say this. If you're interested in this at all, if you go, God, this really excites me, you have to just take the next step. I don't know. Some of you might completely develop into these amazing wellness, holistic, functional wellness coaches where you'll take other trainings here and there. But here's the thing you won't move off of. God first. You, you're called, you just feel called to that. So you can take all these other teachings. You will develop if this is passion to you. You might start writing. You might have a blog. You might start this or that. But you always need to check your motives. Am I doing this for possession? Am I doing this to acquire more? Am I doing this for power? Am I doing this so I can please people? Am I doing this? Come on. That's what Revelation Wellness Training is for. So if we get all this right, now you go out into the world as the signpost of a miracle. God's doing a wellness work in me. Not perfect, but progressing. So you can host those classes. Maybe there's something else that the Lord is going to show you where you become um, a one-on-one coaching. Yes, you can do one-on-one coaching through the wellness revelation. Those, again, you charge a little bit more. Listen to me when I say, people are dying to hear this message. And I'm not joking. They are literally dying. They don't know 
their minds have been distorted by the idea of what the world's told them fitness should be and they're fearful of this food or that food or they have just given completely up and they feel shame and condemnation and they need a messenger and you are it. So this whole money thing, like it will come. Yes, there's some order to make it happen. Yes, there are tools to make it happen. I cannot promise you here's a full-time job outside of tra- of coming through training, but I can promise you that one yes, and you stay faithful to that yes, leads to other people's faithful yeses, and then they bring provision. And then it reminds me of the old, in the Old Testament when they would build the temple and they're like, we're going to build the temple and all the people would come and just throw their jewelry. They gave all their gold. They'd take their plunder and be like, please build the temple. We don't care anymore about our possessions. Build this temple. And I think that's what the Lord is saying to some of you. Just come build the temple. Just bring whatever you got and I'll build it. I'll build it. But you bring what you have and the money, the resources you need to build it will come. They will come. All right, so I said, to, to, to review, just teaching Revelation Fitness classes, that's entry level. Then maybe teaching the Wellness Revelation to 10 to 20 people, charging a little bit more, eight weeks. We give you all the tools to teach them. You get videos, you get some um, worksheets, things to help in the small group, and you get a full-on script for your small group. Like, we hold you, your hand through that. We're not just going to say, go teach this book. We teach you how to teach the book. We teach you how to facilitate that. So you are a credentialed 250-plus hour wellness professional in Christ unheard of and yet so needed people are looking for you and by the way i'm starting to get more more calls from churches they're saying um we need somebody do you have somebody so it's it's starting honestly it last platoon was probably one of the biggest breakthrough platoons where we got a lot more momentum and i honestly think 20 is even more um but we definitely are feeling more like pushback of resources i'm not worried about it the Lord's going to take care of it. But that's why I'm here. I'm like, oh no, the enemy can't have this because I stay silent. I'll keep speaking. Personal coaching classes. Um, and then like I was saying, beyond that, it's just the one thing will lead to the next thing. You build it. Um, writing ebooks, writing e-journals, um, making little devotionals, things. My gosh, you guys, you can do so much online. Jessica Vaughn, if any of you follow her, um, she's created her own community with some e-devotionals and books. It's in you. It's in you. Here's what we're not. I'm not an MLM. I'm not going to take a cut of your money. I don't, I don't want to see your money again. I want you to go out and take care of people. I'll keep, we will keep taking care of you, providing you resources, giving you ways to gather your community, finding um, tools that you need, ways to communicate, videos, all the things. We'll, we'll keep doing that so that you have... A, a, a treasure trove to choose from to go out and speak this message. Okay. I think those were my biggies. That was my big. Now, I'm going to put my glasses on. First, I'm going to clean them. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. If you wrote a question before something, I'm not going to scroll back. Will you go ahead and just put it in again? Put it in the feed again. And I will answer it. Oh, Joni, you guys are so fun. Oh, I hope it's not just a bunch of <laughs> Rev Well instructors from Platoon 
whatever beyond. Where are my 20s at? Where are my people that are thinking about it? Where are my people that are like, I don't know. Go ahead and ask your question now. I know all you guys who've come through training, I don't have to tell you. I, I know you know. Hi, Carrie Bennett. Okay, I see some of these names that I know are in Platoon 20. Any question, anything that I can pray for. Um, I think that ROI thing is probably one of the bigger things right now. And then um, uh, su just support, not necessarily financial, but people support. Yeah, Platoon 20 says Tina. Um, huh, people support, that's a, that's a good one. I want you to remember that I am a girl who said yes to this ministry when her husband was saying no to Christ. My husband actually became more of an atheist as I pursued Christ. I went through some of the darkest days as I was saying yes to Christ. Um, wow, that's not very encouraging, is it, Elisa? Well, it kind of is because I have tested the Lord on his word, on faithfulness, and he's been nothing but faithful. Painful? Yes, there's been a lot of pain. Um, and that's what I think, like some of you are just going to stay back in the fear of the unknown of what will people think? Will my husband support me? Will this? Um, and hey, listen, the Lord never asks more of us than we than he knows we can give. Um, so uh, my final note for some of you is maybe it's patience. You do need to, to wait. Um, but I do believe that um, some of you are just afraid to ask the question. Like you have to. That I did want to say that you have to ask the question. So whatever the fear is, I, I don't know if I have the money, I don't know if I have the time, I don't know if I have the support. You have got to turn <laughs> to that opposition, face it, and ask the question of it. Share from a humble heart, not from a hostile heart, but a humble heart of what you're feeling called to and what your hope is. Um, and hopefully today I've given you some concrete evidence because I know a lot of husbands, since primarily we get a lot more women than men, but a lot of husbands go, I'm going to spend what and what are we going to get back? That's a valid question for a man to ask. It's it's their DNA. They, they're, they're the providers in that sense of, you know, it's always tends to be a no before it's a yes because they're protecting, they're providing. That's what they do. But I hope you can let them hear this, um, that there absolutely is. But you, you have to take the next step. You kind of are building your own little... Um, ministry, business, quote unquote. And it's just, you don't rush to the finish line. Everyone who rushes to the finish line becomes just completely devastated. They get way ahead of God. Um, and so if you still don't get a yes from your husband because of that, just wait. God knows. But if you're not asking the questions because you're afraid, that's a problem. Like that's when we got to go, that's, let's drop that. That's disease. That's heart disease where we don't really believe God at his word. We need to humble our heart and ask. Um, what's the date on retreat for the 20th again? Um, I don't know. Ashley, can you put that in here? Um, platoon 20. Oh gosh. Yeah, Sharon. Some of you are feeling the pushback already. Yeah, I know. It's so like, I just, you guys, if you're in platoon 20, I want you to do these two things. Ready? Repeat after me. Ha ha. <laughs> ha ha. You just have to start to laugh because he's a joke. He's so predictable and boring. Like get a new game. Your fear thing, 
your persecution thing, or whatever you do, but it you're in training now. So if you already signed up, then let the pressure begin. That's actually the purging, which is the cleansing, which does get you ready for the anointing, which God absolutely will do. Um, I was scared to ask my husband. I prayed and God, he's on board and the money came in. Come on, Tina, everyone, draft in Tina. There, she prayed, she asked, and then the money came. I really believe, like I just think, I have this vision. You guys, we're not shaking the tree. Everyone's afraid to touch or to ask. I don't want to disrupt. I don't want to, I don't want to be abnormal, but if we just shake the tree, I'm positive the, the resources will fall from heaven. This is no thing to God. This is no big thing to God. That's why building your business on the backside or building your whatever it's going to look like on the backside, it's not a big thing to him. But I do promise you, if money has your heart, if it keeps like, I'm not making any money, I'm not making money, man, you're going to get stunted there. And that's God's good pleasure and love for you to get that cleared out. You're going to want to blame Rev. You're going to want to blame everyone and say, you didn't do it. No, that is still God getting your heart pure motives so that you are actually a good, like a, a steward, a vessel, a good vessel for the work, right? Come on, raise your hand. Please be someone who says, God, don't let me do it if my character can't handle it. Don't let me be a fraud. I'm not, the world is filled with enough frauds. Like, let's be the real thing. And so if that means we have to wait longer, let's wait. I'd rather do that. Can I get an amen? Okay. Uh, God's called for a ministry collected unless donations or church community prayer appreciated. Reach out to our pastor. Our church is about, is so about community more than ever. Awesome. Was scared to ask. Oh yeah, I, heard, I read that one. I'm struggling with the fact that I have committed myself to praying, paying off debt this year. Okay, that's a great question, Casey. Um, yeah, if you're, you know, someone's, I've been asked that question before and I've asked the Lord and prayed about it. If you really feel like you're called to, if that's like, you know, I've, the Lord has called me to pay off debt, I really would say, I would just say slow down. I don't want to get ahead of the Lord for you. Um it's so crazy. I've seen both things happen. I've seen people that wait because I've heard that one before and I want to honor that. That's good health. That's good steward. That's good listening um, because we're not going anywhere. And so they will stop, wait, and then all of a sudden something will show up. Either something that will totally pay in full for the training so it doesn't affect their continued work to pay off debt. Um, or something will happen and shift. And if it doesn't, it just means keep doing what you're doing. It's not time yet. So how's that sound? Like that, does that make sense? Like stop, take a second. Don't get ahead of him. We're not going anywhere. Pray, wait. Um, because it's true. I'd really would, ra I personally would rather see you out of debt and in a free space. Um, but You've got to say, God, I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait if that's what you've said. Instead of, you know, I think we kind of keep, can pile up more um, debt. And then that's kind of putting more demand on God that was never an okay by God, if that makes sense. So I hope that helps. But I'm proud of you. Good job for all of you. Listen, am I the worst salesman ever? I'm the worst. I don't want your money. I don't care. I want your freedom. And I want other people's freedom. And I know that other people's freedom can't happen until I get you guys. I can't be the only mouthpiece. So I hope that proves I really don't want your money. I really want you free.
Um, I've been rolling plus 20. I'm excited for training. I would love to, Lord, pray against fear of public speaking. Amanda, it's going to be amazing. It will be amazing. Um, equal opportunity for everyone to be afraid here. Even us as leaders, like every time I go to teach that Bible study, every time I get up to teach you guys at retreat, there's this level of, and that's a good, 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 holy fear. If I felt totally confident in what I did, I would kind of worry about my pride just showing up. I need a place where I fear with fear and trembling that I'm, I'm, I need, I need Jesus. So you're going to be good. And I promise you, you will have breakthrough. Also, then you do it and you're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. That was, that was joy. Can we do it again? It's that weird, scared, that felt great. Let's do it again because that's what you're designed to do. Um, what do you say about doing the training with friends? Yes. Or roommates. Yes. I'm all signed up in my roommate. Yeah, totally. I think that's amazing. I, I love that idea. We've had people come through um, from Bible study groups and things. Yeah. Um, we. I will say this. Just know. Um, well, no. I'm not going to say anymore. Just do it. <laughs> oh, Elisa doing the element of surprise. Yes, I am. Uh, yes, that's what I need to hear. Your response makes me want to keep up with this even more. Yeah, that's how it works. This is true. Truth is truth. So stay close to the, the light. Uh, it's all about freedom. Amen. There's no price that I can't even describe how incredible it is. Platoon 19. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? I think, um, I, I don't want to keep you too long. Um, I think I hit the big ones. If anything, go back and listen to that first portion of the Bible portion, the Bible study part. It's a strange teaching. Jesus doing his thing is strange. If I, if you woe to anyone who can take the gospel and put it into some type of neat little package that you now go out and dispense to the world and it makes, (laughs) makes money and makes perfect sense, right? That's, it's not, it's this it should bring this like oh I don't know but I know he's better right like that's 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 the disciple in you and that's really we're making disciples here I'm not really making fitness teachers we're making disciples who happen to use fitness as a tool to spread God's love uh, I believe I've been called but also feel like confusion is at an all-time high oh of course overall I feel pulled to do it but feel like my need to wait, uh, okay, but yet if the money was somehow presented to me out of nowhere, right, okay, well, great. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray right now, um, and I do feel like we're just shaking the tree, and let's see what he does. Um, oh, thanks, Casey. <laughs> my, hair looks pretty, my hair looks clean today. Today was a hair washing day. Aren't those glorious? Someday I have to take a picture, and before I got in the shower, it was so greasy, like it's so bad. I almost thought like last night I couldn't sleep. It felt so greasy. So yes, you're welcome. So I love it when I get to clean my hair. Um, he owns all the cattle. Sell some, sell some cows, Lord. Everyone say, sell some cows, Lord. Sell some cows. Sell them. <laughs> You'll make more. Um, I think I know what you're going to say about roommates, but we can prepare ourselves. Okay, good. No, you'll be good. You guys are going to be amazing. I think it's a great idea. I'd say the more the merrier, the more community you can come together with, the more we grow together. 
it's we all every one of us we all are alone together everyone we we are family but we are still alone because it's a one-on-one thing with god first and most and then we're together so um we just always have to check our our expectations of others or all that stuff that's where things get weird in relationships but i think it's amazing so yes bring your friends bring your family bring your people okay you came to the back end stephanie you can watch it all the way from the front um i will be i'm gonna pray now and we're all gonna pray like we're gonna pray that um we're not leaving anything on the table how about that let's not leave anything on the table if he's offering it let's ask for it you have not because you ask not jesus says ask the door will be open seek and you will find it knock the door will be open ask it'll be given that's what he says ask it'll be given seek and you'll find it knock and the door will be opened So good for you. Good on you with your tenacity to keep asking, seeking, and knocking. All right, let's pray. Everyone take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Hmm. Thank you, God, for peace. Thank you that peace, righteousness, and joy are the marks of the kingdom. And like a treasure map, Lord, we can follow our way to find you there. Peace. Lord, I speak financial peace over everyone here. God, I pray that you would loosen the grip that the enemy has in any way. Wherever he's holding back resources, wherever he's holding back a yes, Wherever he is keeping an obstinate heart from saying yes to you, God, we bind him in Jesus' name and say you must go to where Jesus sends you. That we are free children, that we are free indeed, that we have the glory of being sons and daughters of God, that you are well pleased with, that there is nothing you will not do for a heart, Lord, for one of yours. So we're asking, seeking, and knocking God right now for provision in Jesus' name. We're asking whether it be financial, whether it would be support, people, emotional support, God. Um, A tap on the shoulder, someone saying, you're doing a good job, keep going, God. We are asking for support in Jesus' name. Bring the comforter and the helper, the Holy Spirit. God, that is the backbone to this ministry, that is the backbone to each person who has the ears to hear and is called. God, strengthen us according to your word and bring the resources. So I am specifically praying, God, that checks in the mail come, that wiring of money shows up in accounts, that um, we've heard it, God, so many times, different stories, uh, where the federal funds, the, the tax, God, that whoever taxes, whoever it is, the government, all of a sudden, Lord, just says, we've overtaxed you, God. Uh, bonuses for people at work that have been working hard, Lord. Surprise bonuses. Um, Lord, we are believing for um, gifts. We are believing for yeses. We are believing for a making and a preparing of the way for your people, God. Thank you that it really is just to ask and to seek and to knock. And God, I do pray abundantly for patience for those that it's not a not yet. Not that it's a no, but it's a not yet. I pray for the patience and I pray that everything I'm speaking here would throw forward into their timing, God. That when it's time, every truth that is spoken now is true then and continues to be a good seed that is watered in their heart and grows in the waiting time. 
God, we do pray for those that are sitting on the fence, that they are just done being uncomfortable on the fence. Insecurity must bow to the name of Jesus. Uncertainty must bow to the name of Jesus. (laughs) Let your people arise and say yes and make ready a people for your possession. God, do your divine, good, perfect, and pleasing will and start it and finish it in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. That's all I got. I've done a lot of talking. I've been talking 